Let's talk about physical keys for the iPhone. Is this fun? Is this a fun topic? Is this is this more fun than my alternate topic about how I find maggots in the bin? It probably is more fun. It's probably that's disgusting. Okay, fine. Do you want physical keys for your iPhone? Um, it depends how they feel. If they feel amazing, yeah. This is like welcome to 15 years ago or something. Yeah. It's probably longer than 15 years ago. I don't know. No, no, it's probably about exactly 15 years ago. Whenever it is, I got my first iPhone because I thought I wanted a keyboard. I thought I wanted physical buttons. One of the major things about like, oh, should I buy an iPhone or an Android phone? You know, one of those major decision points was, do I want a physical keyboard? Because Android phones used to, well, used to be more commonly coming with physical keyboards. Like, I think I almost bought like a Motorola Android phone that had a physical keyboard back in the day. But then after I got the first iPhone that I got, I just got very used to typing on the on-screen keyboard and it was just not a problem. So I don't care. I mean, have, have you ever had a BlackBerry? Um, yes. I don't know now, actually, if I'm honest. I'm pretty sure I have. Yeah, like from work? Yep. And did you, did you find the physical keyboard on that was a help or a hindrance? Oh, never. I used it as a read-only device. Okay. It was, I, would, I would log in. I would log in to do, sort stuff out. It's too you, painful. You never had quick, like, sent from my BlackBerry annoying. Like, I, I turned that off. I had to find that and nuke it because it's like, oh, it's so cringe. Who puts that as their signature? But it automatically has that as your signature when you send it from a BlackBerry. Anyway, I, I did not find the keyboard useful. I was not significantly faster typing on the physical keyboard. You know what? Okay, tangent, tangent, tangent. What is this? Why are we bringing this up? It's a... There's a Clicks keyboard. Clicks for iPhone. It's, a, it's, a, it's an iPhone case with a keyboard attached to the iPhone case. If you can imagine that. It's giving your iPhone a really big chin. <laughs> it's making your iPhone have a really big face. It's turning your iPhone into a horse. Is, it, is this... Uh, do you want this? Um, no, I don't. No, <laughs> well, Why are we talking about it? Because I like <laughs> to talk about new technology and, you know... There's some are good, some are good and some are bad. Yeah, I I wonder. I mean, the thing is, like, who's even experienced a physical keyboard on a phone now? I mean, only geriatric millennials. You know, people people older than that would be like, "Oh, what's this newfangled business? You know, why are why are there letters? I only want numbers on my phone." And then people younger, people younger are only going to have experienced the touchscreen. Who's this even for? What I do love, what I do love is the Founders Edition, I think, only um, applies to pro users. Like you have to have a pro iPhone. So iPhone 14 Pro, iPhone 15 Pro and iPhone 15 Pro Max. It's a pro device, it's a pro accessory. (laughs) Is that a hardware limitation or is this actually just saying something about people who buy the pro devices? They're, They're all geriatric millennials who think they know better. I didn't mean. I didn't mean for that. I didn't expect you to say that. Is it, do I feel seen or do I feel offended? Is it? Is this like? Is this like the Jerry Barry in Rick and Morty? It's like the factory tint setting is always too high. It's, it's it's like yes, I could type so much faster with a physical keyboard, but you cannot. I don't think you can. I don't think you. Know, well, actually, I have turned off autocorrect on my phone keyboard because it was just annoying me 
way too much. But now I have the opposite problem where the phone... Actually, you know what? It's not even the opposite problem. It's still the same problem. It's just lesser. Where the phone... You know, like, the phone thinks it it knows what letter you want to type next. And you can't turn that off. I mean, it's probably also because there is just inaccuracy in a touchscreen. So when you type a word, I think it must probabilistically try and guess what letter your finger is coming down on because it's obviously quite a small target and i find that you know it's really hard to type certain letters because probabilistically like you're more likely to type you're more likely to type an e than a w for example so if i want to type like a word that goes like tw it will just come up te and i have to like really type to the left of the w to make it pick the w because then it's like oh is it w or is it q okay it's more likely to be w you know or if you want to type a q heaven forbid you've got to basically touch like the edge of the phone instead you know it's like sorry this is this is literally the equivalent of the factory tint setting is too high i'm sorry it's interesting that you raise it i always think oh it guess it guessed correctly it's cuz you're always typing simple words <laughs> yes I have to you're, when you're I talk. Using a fi- you're not using a five dollar word when a thirty cent word would do. Uh, I was going to say that's what I have to do when I talk to you, but that's not fair. <laughs> Thanks, team. <laughs> Sorry, that's too obvious. I mean, to be honest, all I do is type "lol" and <laughs> the various different sweating face emojis or shrugs. Shru- shrugs sweating and crying emojis they're like they're my favorites i don't, I don't get enough i don't get much crying from you if i'm honest i think it's, no yeah you're crying oh, to I, I i started branching out because i there were various kinds of the crying laughing emojis and i've started sending the the crying smiley face or the crying sad face emojis you know like i'm smiling but i'm dying inside <laughs> shall we move on okay okay go on. so there's another device i want to talk about which is the the rabbit device. It's another AI smartphone, but this time without nipple clamps. <laughs> it's kind of cute, but I'm just... It's more like a toy. Who is this for? Who wants this? I'm, I'm definitely not the target market. That's the thing. So I just don't quite understand it. I, I don't know. It's always it a, an AI-based phone replacement it's an ai based phone replacement their their thing is that they well you know what they're very vague about it but their their thing seems to be that they behind the scenes are interacting with the actual ui of the app it sounded like like they've built something that understands app uis so that you know, the, the app doesn't have to provide an API. They can just drive the app itself. That, that was what I seemed to get from the presentation when I watched it. Well, that sounds- and so they were saying, I mean, this is still weird, though, because you've got to log in and give permission. Does that mean that they just log in on your behalf on like some phantom device behind the scenes? I don't know. But yeah, maybe they use the API if it's available, but otherwise they can literally just drive it through the front door, you know, pretending to be you. That makes sense. But, 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 but they were saying, you know, the app-based model of smartphones is broken. You have an app for this. You've got an app for that. It's so annoying. And I'm just thinking like, well, yes and no. Like, at least it's contained. But they were saying, oh, if you want to do something that spans multiple apps, it's, it's so difficult. But now you can. You can just tell 
tell your rabbit phone and the rabbit will just take care of it for you. It will just orchestrate all the apps and do it, which is kind of a nice sentiment, but I, like, I would not trust it. Like, it just seemed crazy to me. They were just like, oh, I want you to uh, organize a holiday for me and my family. And it's like, I found these flights. I found these hotels. I made this itinerary for you. And you can just say, okay, great, book it. You know, it's like, I would not trust it to do that. You know, yeah, I booked you like five business class flights. And then the thing is like, I'm broke now. <laughs> you know, my bank account is empty. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I don't know. I I just don't trust. It also sourced the loaner for you as well. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. We, don't worry. We remortgage your house for you. <laughs> you know, like, I, I'm probably a control freak. What can I say? I don't That's trust it. Here. Yeah, so I'm, I don't think I'm the demographic. It's kind of cute. I like the rabbit mascot. I like the little rabbit. It pops up and its ears are bobbing around while it's thinking. I don't know. Yeah, because there's no way to double check anything. I don't. Well, I think feel. I think it will show you what it's gonna do. But that's not enough detail, as we've just established. Yeah, and I think it's open for interpretation as well. I think we'll get there. I think we'll get there eventually in our lifetimes. I mean, th- that's the thing, right? It, this is this is like the beginning of the end. You know, like I I remember. You know what the 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 worst thing is like literally. I remember when my dad was around this age and he started going to classes about how to use a computer and how to use like Excel and Word and stuff because he didn't know because he'd never, you know, he hadn't grown up with computers like, you know, they didn't exist when he was when he was young and he felt the world was leaving him behind. You know, he didn't understand it. And I know this is also kind of sad. Like, I think he felt like I disrespected him because I didn't, you know, because I knew he didn't know how to use a computer. And obviously I used a lot of computer stuff, even when I was relatively young, because I was just so into it. Which is not true. You know, like, I didn't care if he could, knew how to use a computer or not. It was, like, irrelevant to me. But in any case, is this our moment? Like, we don't understand it. We don't trust it. It's like strange voodoo, you know. Whereas, like, Gen Alpha are just, like, yeah, of course I trust the AI to go and, you know, decide my life for me. Because wow. they're idiots. Imagine being in Gen Alpha. You, you are, you're built to succeed. You're built to succeed. You're, you're built to be a drone. Bezos, Bezos from his orbital sky palace with his, you know, body being pumped full of useful blood and, <laughs> and stem cells is going to be like, mm, I need, I need more slaves for the burger fields and he's going to instruct Alexa to get, you know, to get some more gen alpha to go into burger flipping as a career. I don't know. Burger, te- burger tending, burger growing. Cause they're going to grow on trees because of the genetic engineering. So I'm just imagining this whole rich tapestry of, of future. It's all very like quasi Egyptian. Write it now. Just write I, I need, it. I need stable diffusion to visualize this for us. It's such a beautiful picture. It's a beautiful dystopian picture. The irony. Should we move on? Yeah, let's go. I have one last thing. I'd like to get your view. Wait, there's one more thing. There's one more thing. I thought this was the end. Which surprised me, but actually doesn't surprise me now I think about it, is ads on streaming platforms. What what about it? This is something that actually they want. Is, Is this because, you know, I just mentioned Bezos. Prime Video is showing ads now, right? Yeah. 
is this true? I haven't even opened Prime Video for ages. But now I'm annoyed because there were some things that I just kept meaning to get around to watching on Prime Video, like Invincible Season 2 or just all of the boys or whatever. But it's got ads now. Is this global or is it just in the US? I don't know if I'm honest. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, I haven't even opened it to check since I heard this. But I heard, I heard they're showing ads now on Prime Video and you have to pay more to get rid of the ads. And they show ads on Netflix and you've got to pay more to get rid of the ads. Like, what is this? I think this makes sense because there is like an... I think this makes sense. Because if you think well, what happened? This is so streaming. You were the chosen one. You were supposed to you were supposed to unite all the shows and we had one place to go and it was cheaper and like streaming has become cable. What the hell? Because they have so they have really good um demographic information. Like they have really good viewer information now and they can retarget really the ads really specifically and they can charge a lot for the ads. But that doesn't mean I want to see ads. I went to streaming because I didn't want to see the or ads. Pay the next tier. I'm paying. I'm. I feels like you. You have to downgrade yourself to view ads for Netflix. God, we, we've come full circle. This is this is like how uh, you know we're a gaming podcast. Piracy, piracy in computer games. You know, used to be a major problem, and then came the Messiah, Gabe N, and Steam. He brought Steam to our homes. And then who pirates games now? Steam is better than piracy. Oh, yeah, it is. And then cable. Cable was the dark ages. And then then came Netflix, the saviour. And then the great fracturing came and everyone had their own streaming platform. And now they have ads again. Do you want piracy? This is how you get piracy. I'm saying this. I don't even watch anything anymore. I just watch, I just watch YouTube now. Like That's my solution. But you pay to get rid of the ads. I do pay to get rid of the ads on YouTube, I know. Well, I didn't used to, but now I have to. <laughs> YouTube is terrible for ads. I, I got hit by the, you know, actually, this is embarrassing to admit. I'm using Adblock Plus. Like, it's like, that's the wrong ad blocker, Grandpa. You know, I'm using, because that was like the original ad blocker back in the day. It's terrible now. And I, I got hit by the thing where your browser goes to like 10 frames per second because of some bad interaction with YouTube. Though, apparently... That was Adblock Plus's fault, not YouTube. And it was just ironic as well, because I don't even have ads on YouTube. Like, I, t- I just disabled Adblock for YouTube because I don't need it because I've got freaking premium. Did, did, sorry, I, I, I tangented this again. Did, is there a point you wanted to make? Um, that they can target the ads really well. Have you, ha- have you had any good targeted ads? No, I, I, I always feel offended or insulted. No. I'm always disturbed. When it shows you ads for like adult diapers and you're like, I don't need this. What do you think I have? When they know too much. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. When they know too much. Wait, wait, do I need to know more? <laughs> no. What's this tick? Let's make it more real. So it'd be things like, I'll be thinking, like, oh, I'll be thinking, oh, one day I'll probably need hearing, hearing aids because I've ruined my ears and then I'll get hearing aid ads. Wait, you'll be thinking it and you'll get the ads. Well, no, come on. That's that's the <laughs> obviously that's not happening. <laughs> just just check it. But if it's just too it's, close. It's the, it's, it's the COVID vaccine, the 5G's coming out of your cells and telling them what what you're thinking of purchasing. I told this you. This is a joke by the way. Please don't you. take this seriously. <laughs> I told you, Mike. 